Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Pop Culture University. The university where you learn what is going on in the world of pop culture and then learn some cute little life lessons to take away for your own life from the stories that we are going to talk about about the celebrities. I'm your host, Patty Eminger. You may know me as Patty Pop Culture from TikTok. If it is your first time here, thank you so much for coming. Take a seat in the classroom wherever you would like. You are so welcome. If it is not your first time here, thank you so much for coming back. I love you. I stand you. I'm in your fandom. I mean that. I love all of you. Um, You guys, today... Truly, I am probably like in the worst mood I've ever been in since starting this podcast. I've had a really, really hard like two weeks and I almost didn't make an episode today, but I just decided to because genuinely this doing this podcast makes me happy and talking about this stuff with you guys and then getting to chat about it. It just makes my day better. But if I sound a little slow or down this episode, I'm just not in the best mood. That just happens sometimes. It's fine. just want to give a fair warning if you like sense anything is off. Just want to be transparent. I'll get to why a little bit later in the episode, like what has been going on with me. But nonetheless, regardless of if it is raining down in my personal life, I'm still going to find some good in the day, find some good vibes to give to you guys. And that's what I'm going to do today because YOLO, I'm not being completely unhappy ever. I'm always going to find some happiness to latch on to. So today, we have a lot of fun things to talk about. Some not as exciting fun things, but we're going to talk about Kiki Palmer being pregnant, which is crazy exciting and all about her boyfriend and what he does and all about him. Then we're going to talk about the Good Morning America host getting in a major affair cheating scandal. It is so juicy, you guys. And we're going to talk about the World Cup and its homophobicness and all the homophobic scandals going on with that gay soccer tournament then we're going to talk about a fitness legend who was just exposed for being on steroids you definitely want to hear about that we're going to talk about some other very famous men who were kind of exposed for doing steroids and then we're going to talk about some freaks who are like stalking and literally threatening the lives of celebrities and shooting people close to them in the chest so you definitely want to stick around for this whole episode It'll be a fun one. We will have the best time besties. Students, before we get into it, make sure you rate this podcast five star on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Leave a cute little review. Screenshot yourself, listen to it, post it to your Instagram story and tag me at Petty Pop Culture and I will hit you up. We can chat it out in the DMs. And yeah, let's get into today's episode. Class, take your seats. Pop Culture University is in session. When I'm on the scene, all the gon' drop, phone gon' ring, coins don't stop. Clubbing all night, bottles gon' pop, step up in the spot, bop bop bop, bop bop bop, bop bop bop, step up in the spot, bop bop bop, bop bop bop, bop bop bop, step up in the spot, bop bop Let the beat build, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let the beat build, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. This a little story all about how you want to know, pockets only using your mouth. I have to start out by saying I'm sorry to this man. 
And by this man, I mean any man that did not snatch up Kiki Palmer before someone else swept in and did it because Kiki Palmer is pregnant. Isn't that crazy? Ah! It's so just like insane because I feel like she's been in the pop culture zeitgeist for so long, literally since Aquila and the Bee. I remember that movie so vividly and I'm like, she's a grown woman and she's pregnant and her announcement of it was just so legendary and iconic and so Kiki Palmer. I feel like although mostly I see Kiki Palmer as an actress, I feel like she's really transitioning into the world of comedy and like she she's found this perfect balance of herself of really just following her soul and her like her natural abilities of combining her talent for comedy and her talent for acting because she's had such an amazing year doing the nope jordan peele movie but even though that was a really serious acting job she was also very seriously like hilarious in that her character was supposed to be this half comedic relief half relatable girl that you were rooting for so i'm so happy that so many things are just coming together for her life and then she just got to host snl which is just such it's like the most iconic comedy show of all time and she's really the biggest comedian out there these days like she should host the oscars oh yeah and she's a host like um what did she host it was like was that thing with michael strahan it was like michael plus sarah plus kiki i love how they just like added her as a third one because um duh if there's no spot for kiki palmer to have a show you better add her to someone else's show because she's such a legend but she's really just mastered i feel like what her purpose is and because she's learned about herself so much and she really knows who she is at this point the jobs are just rolling in the career and the success is just rolling in because she's just going with her own personal flow and seeing so much abundance come from just going with the universe and going where her soul takes her and i just love seeing that i love seeing one seeing someone do what they are always meant to do in this year she just had the absolute best year of her life and the pieces are all just coming together for her there was a moment where i even talked about it on this podcast people were comparing kiki palmer to zendaya and saying like oh my god why is zendaya so much more popular than kiki palmer because zendaya and kiki both came from the child acting world and disney channel and blah 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 i was like why are people comparing her and trying to tear down Kiki's success compared to Zendaya and you know there was a bunch of other like layers to that conversation but I'm so happy that Kiki's just undeniably this year like one of the most famous people of the year because she just deserves it so much and it's so silly that people were even comparing her but anyway she announced that she was pregnant while she was hosting SNL and it was just the most Kiki thing in the world so listen to it I'm especially glad to be here though because there's some rumors going around. People have been in my comments saying Kiki's having a baby. Kiki's pregnant. And I want to set the record straight. I am. internet spread rumors about you y'all but it's even worse when they're correct <laughs> i mean like i was trying so hard to keep it on the down low because i got a lot of stuff going on you know people kept coming up to me congratulations i'm like shh can y'all stop i got a liquor sponsorship on the line <laughs> just left the check clear then we can get to the damn baby shower <laughs> but honestly this has been the biggest blessing and i am so excited guys i'm gonna be a mom <laughs> She's so funny. She's fucking hilarious. Her comedic timing should be studied. 
like every time I see her online or up at a hosting gig, I'm like, no way she's going to be, be funnier than the last time or do something better than the last time. And she always does. She's too fucking good. But speaking of her winning and just so much of her life coming together right now, she also is winning in the department of love because you guys, her man is sex E. S-E-X-Y. He is so fucking hot. His name is Darius Jackson. He's a fitness model and trainer. And let me tell you, like, I would let that man do disgusting things to me. Disrespectful ass things to me is what I would let him do. He is fire. He's tall. He's tall, dark, and handsome. Like, he's just sexy. I totally understand how Kiki would get pregnant from him. I would get pregnant from him. I would conceive with him. And you guys probably would, too, if you go to his Instagram. He... Okay, can we also talk about how if she names her daughter True, because Darius's last name is Jackson, she could be True Jackson? Ah! <laughs> That'd be so full circle. From my head to my toes, it's so real and you know, fresh and cool, it's just what I do. <laughs> MVP. Working at a grown-up job. That was That theme song went so fucking hard. I miss that show, too. But yeah, she could have a little True Jackson VP filmed live in front of a studio audience. It'd just be so legendary. Um, I love how her pregnancy announcement was also filmed live in front of a studio audience. How iconic. I could be because, okay, I'm saying that because if you never watched True Jackson VP, the kids television show that Kiki was famous for, every episode would start by saying True Jackson VP was filmed, was filmed in front of a live studio audience. And that's just like what it's known for. It's so hilarious. But anyway, she also mentioned how she was a child actor and how people are kind of like feeling weird about her being pregnant. And I I guess I understand it's weird seeing people like grow up in front of your eyes, especially someone who is famous and attached to like core memories in your brain. You kind of keep them as that young person that you see on screen and you like don't almost like want to let them grow up because they're so representative and just remembrance of a certain time in your life you almost just don't want to like let them go in that way but she's just grown it's like seeing our kiki all grown up even though i've grown up with her and like i'm younger and all that shit it's just very interesting seeing her now this grown almost 30 year old woman pregnant so i understand that people could find that a little interesting seeing this child actor be pregnant but she's grown and her life is changing for the absolute best and i love how she has really just accepted all the blessings that have come into her life this year, going from a place maybe a few years ago where she was like underappreciated to just being her full self and accepting all the abundance that has been brought to her by the universe. And it's so great to see. And I'm happy that she is so happy. Like she was beaming up there on the stage. She just looked like the happiest she's ever been. And she's not self-sabotaging in any way. She's just letting her life get better and better. And she's making the money. She's with the sexy man like she's doing it all so what can we learn from this i think we can learn to just accept all the blessings that come into our life and you could say like well duh i would accept a blessing that came into my life i would love that but you may not even realize all the blessings that are being handed to you because a lot of people subconsciously reject them a lot of people will sometimes not be able to handle when they are succeeding too much because i think this is like a psychological fact but like some people want to like self-sabotage to keep themselves in control of their own life and keep themselves safe because if you sabotage your own success and your own growth that lets you feel like you're in control of your future and you know what is going to come next because you've already seen it before 
But if you achieve and you grow, you don't really know where that is going to lead to. So it's really easy for us to not accept all the blessings that have come into our life and change for the better like Kiki. But we cannot be doing that. And once you realize that you have to change, like you cannot stay stagnant in life, forward motion is what you need. You'll be thankful for the change that is good. And you realize that you should just like never be sabotaging it. And if that even means saying to yourself out loud, like I'm thankful for my success, I deserve success, my work and the effort that I put in leads to success. It's what I deserve. I love the abundance and the success and growth is a normal part of my day. Just like saying affirmations like that to yourself. I know it sounds crazy, but can really just put you in the mindset of like, I'm going, my life is going to change. I'm going to grow. I'm going to be a new person. It's going to be scary, but it's going to be for the best. And Kiki is doing that. We can learn from her. You guys, the people who report the news have just become the news. And this is actually so tea because this is like Good Morning America. This is a family show. This is the first thing you see in the morning. So you don't expect there to be like a cheating scandal at 7 a.m. right when you turn on the TV. Like, damn, it's 7 a.m. Like, just so early. But GMA has really become TMZ because two of their main hosts on the Good Morning America show, Amy Robach and TJ Holmes, have been caught in an affair with each other. And the gag is that both of them were just recently married. And everyone thinks that these two anchors who, you know, we trust to tell us all the news and all that cheated on their respective spouses and are actually like not respectable, not good people. And maybe they should not be given such a position on the news. But you know what? Amy and TJ, you know, they're both grown. Um, If you've ever watched Good Morning America, you've definitely seen them before. They have a good vibe between them. They're both very cute. You know, they they have those on-air faces. They're both very attractive people. An attractive, like, tall, dark, and handsome man. An attractive, petite, blonde woman. Like, I'm not surprised that they would want to get together. I have a face for podcasting. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm fucking gorgeous, and everyone knows that. And I, I don't need anyone to tell me I'm gorgeous. But yeah, they are definitely attractive and I feel like that may have filled them with a lot of lust to maybe make a really bad decision and now potentially lose their jobs on Good Morning America. So this is like everything that everyone is talking about right now. And it's just so juicy because we see these people every single day on the news and it's like they were lying to our faces. But honestly, their chemistry was good. Like everybody knows. Everybody knows that they be fucking. So I wasn't surprised when it was leaked to all these gossip sites and then it turned out to be true that they were actually having an affair. Now, I think they're trying to say that it was not legitimately an affair because they both separated from their spouses in August. That's so suspicious. Like, you're just both going to get a divorce from your spouses together in August? Like, they're really taking a leap of faith here. They're really taking that jump. Leaving each other's spouses to be together in august they took off their wedding rings while they're doing the morning news people have noticed that they're 
ring fingers are naked. Then they're taking off all their clothes after work. But the gag is, is that apparently this affair started back in March. They've been, you know, who knows if they were physically hooking up, but they were at least emotionally having an affair since March, which is five months before they divorced their significant other. So they're at least traitors, like Olivia Rodrigo said. Maybe you didn't cheat, but you're still a traitor. But people are highly suspicious that they most likely definitely cheated on their spouses with each other. That just goes to show, like, the cr- the crazy power of lust, like, what it can do to people. Like, some people, I don't know if their marriage is boring or something, but they were down so bad that not only are they going to risk their marriage and their families, like, these people have kids, they're going to, like, rearrange their kids' lives. They could potentially lose their jobs because, like, girl, if you come out with your relationship after divorcing and you're suspiciously sitting right next to each other at the oval desk every morning on gma people are going to raise a lot of eyebrows and they could potentially lose their jobs too so lust has really taken over them in this situation each of them had been married for a long time tj the male in this situation um he was actually married for 10 years before this 10 years that's crazy to me. Like, I would be so devastated. Oh, <laughs> I would scream. Do you see how mad I'm getting? Like, I like. why am I vicariously getting upset for her? It would just be so hard to watch the news every morning with this woman next to my husband who he told me not to worry about. You're probably with that blonde girl who always made me doubt who he told me not to worry about. And then I find out they be fucking. Oh my God. I would like have to pull a joker and assassinate someone on live television. I would be so upset. I'd be so annoyed. But TJ has actually had an affair on his wife before for three years in the past from 2017 and on for three years. He was seeing another woman who was a producer at Good Morning America behind his wife's back. So this man is a serial cheater, um, which just makes me wonder if Amy really made the right decision to leave her husband for someone who is known to cheat, who's known to get swept up in these romances and could, she could really put a lot at risk. So the gag is, is that since they are two consenting adults who are individuals and who are on equal positions in the work environment, it is not considered a work violation, so they cannot be fired. That's what ABC News was saying. But ABC News did make the decision to take Amy and TJ off the air for a while because the ABC president, Kim Goodwin, said that the couple's relationship is a distraction. So instead of being fired, they are being put on a pause. They weren't doing the news this morning. Um, And by this morning, I mean, I'm recording this on Monday night. So they weren't doing the news on Monday. Um, But they are being put on pause. They're not going to be on the screen for a while. And they will most likely be demoted to a less exciting position for the both of them, which will make it less appealing for them to want to stay at their job. So they're not really firing them, but they're putting it, them in a position where they probably would just want to quit. The ABC president said that um, this decision wasn't easy. And even though it wasn't a violation of company policy, she just wants to say that, well, the relationship is not a violation. She has really taken the last few days to think about it and work through it as best for ABC News organization. They basically just don't want them being kind of like the leaders on the job right now because they don't want the whole workforce behind the scenes to operate with gossip and speculation and rumors and 
being taken over by something other than the task at hand, which is reporting the news. They want the whole work team to stay focused. And I guess I get it. I guess I understand. <clears throat> but I mean, you have to expect everyone at that job to talk. That's literally their job to produce segments about talking about other people's lives or what's going on in the world. Side note, to- total side note. The news is not your friend, by the way. I worked at like a news station at my school. Cause like, that's what I was going into and stuff. Like they, you literally learn that like the, the news is a business. Like the news is not supposed to be like the most like reliant, respectable, like factual thing. Like they need views. They need to get the press that they can to get people to tune into the news and see the advertisements in between. So the news stations can make money. So instead of reporting you like the most honest truth, they might like not lie to you. Cause I don't think they can do that, but they might like leave out some details or they might like, fear monger you that's why the news is always so negative because they want to get people to tune in out of fear so just so you know the news is not your friend also what i learned at like working at like a news station is like you get very 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 personal with these people who you have to create segments with it's very a collaborative place so i guess i can understand how they might accidentally catch feelings in that way but in my opinion it's like if you are going to be married and you are going to take the commitment of marriage seriously. And you're going to say your vows and all that. Like, why would you even let that happen? If someone was trying to emotionally connect with me, I would try my best to shut it down completely. It just seems, I feel like marriage these days is taken so lightly. It's almost like just one step up from being like a boyfriend and girlfriend. People just don't stick to it as if it's, literally like a contractual obligation like not that i'm the biggest proponent of marriage it's just seems pretty simple like the rules are laid out you don't have to get married just to appease society like you should really only get married if you want to make that commitment to someone so the fact that they just both broke that with their ex-husband and wife just to be with each other after like a frivolous affair for a few months blows my mind especially for amy because tj is a cheater he will probably do it again he may not be loyal to her based on his track record so lust has really gotten to her in this situation the gag is though that this affair has boosted the ratings for gma why wouldn't they just keep them on the screen then the news is a business girl keep them on there you guys should get some more problematic people to host good morning america get bad baby to host the news every day i think people would love to see what she's reporting on get six nine get the baby like get the most horrid human beings possible to host the news I, I i could see that happening in the next few years but yeah it's crazy 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 i feel bad for their exes but what can we learn from this i think that we can learn that to not let lust distract you from a real relationship and a really strong foundation built on supported commitment and vow that you made to someone else love is something that especially if in a marriage of that long is something that is made to last is made to as they say in the vows be till death do you part so it just makes me sad when two people are so swept away in the fresh excitement of the lustful new relationship that they ruin what they've built all those years the grass isn't always greener on the other side just because the grass on the other side is in its spring season because it just started and is fresh and springing and all green like 
it may not grow and sustain its greenness how you want it to as the year goes on. And if you have something good with someone, I wouldn't let something distract you from that. No, I've never worn white, no. But I really want to try with you, yeah. Okay, so I'm kind of like an emotional wreck right now. I'm going to be real with y'all students because yesterday my boyfriend and I broke up, which is very sad. If you listen to this podcast for a while, you know that I've had one and I've always spoken very positively about it and it was the whole time, but we broke up yesterday and I've been really an emotional wreck since. Um, It's been like so much harder than I thought it would be. Um, I've like yesterday I was like convulsively crying, like having full body compulsions, like that kind of like cry, like hyperventilating. It was very hard. And then today I've been kind of like on and off. I was like at the gym, like starting to cry while I was doing cable pulls and people definitely saw me like what the fuck like what what is that guy on what is he doing did did the pre-workout hit him that hard that he's crying and of course I listened to sad songs while I was lifting just to make it worse but it was yeah very hard I'm not gonna go into like too many details about it just out of like respect for him and everything but that is why I have been down it's hard for me to even talk about like anytime I do I just like quickly spiral so I'm just gonna leave it at that but that is what has been going on. And I'm not, I wouldn't say like, okay, at the moment, I'm not doing the best, but I know it just hurts this much right now and I will be okay. But that's what's going on. I'll, I can go into more details next episode, just as things work out. But for now, that is what's going on. I will be okay, though. Do not worry. But enough about my gay relationship. We should talk about the homophobia going on all around the world for all gay relationships as it pertains to the World Cup. You know, the World Cup is supposed to be something that brings people together. Shakira is supposed to... And World Peace is supposed to frolic after that. After she does the World Cup song, everything is all right. The world is united. World peace is temporarily available after the World Cup song drops in Shakira. This year it wasn't Shakira. I don't really like the World Cup song this year. I find the chorus really annoying. I hate it. It's annoying. I get the vibe they're trying to go for. They speak three different languages during the song. I understand. It's supposed to be this big anthem, this generic chorus that people can sing along to i don't like it Nicki minaj did the best job in the song with her opening verse are we surprised no but anyway the world cup has kind of been riddled in controversy this year and i'm happy it was kind of because it was for the reason of the country hosting the world cup being homophobic 
and I'm ha- I'm happy that the controversy is happening. Not be not, I'm not happy that homophobia is, but I'm happy controversy is surrounding this giant sports event because sports are definitely a touchy subject for all gay people. Just because sports really thrive in the environment of men, obviously, and hypermasculinity, which comes with toxic masculinity, which comes with homophobia. So it's an environment that is more often than not like extra homophobic and we're working towards that not being the case for most sports it's of course getting so much better in america but in other countries like qatar being gay and acting on your gay feelings or being a a feminine man is still punishable by the highest sentence of death in qatar and that's where it's being hosted if you get caught having sex with a man there you'll go to jail for at least three years i'd be in jail for so long if, if if i was there um so obviously that's very scary if this is the biggest sporting event in the world gay people exist so clearly they're gonna want to go and support their team even if they are gay believe it or not gay men can love soccer and they can love the sport so a lot of gay fans have wanted to go but they've literally been scared for their lives and qatar made it clear like everyone's welcome at the world cup stadium come and cheer on your team they're kind of saying they don't want it to be about politics. Just whoever you are, come and support. That's a lovely thought. But a lot of people in Qatar and on the FIFA administration have realized, yeah, you can come and you, you may be safe at the stadium, but you may also get beat up if you step outside and you're holding a rainbow flag or have a rainbow on your shirt or are wanting to like represent gayness with the way you're expressing yourself. You could literally get jumped in Qatar if you do that. A lot of people were really torn about this whole thing because... At the same time, it could bring more awareness to Qatar and maybe help them change. But then again, they've put a lot of money into this country to host the event. And do we really want to put money into a country that criminalizes the existence of a whole group of people? And it makes you look at these other teams from countries who are playing and just think like, oh, wow, like, are you okay with having the representative of the World Cup in this whole sport being a country like Qatar? It just seems like they're a very homophobic representative. And as the World Cup continues, I think they're in the round of eight teams left now. America is out. So if you're listening to this and you don't know if America is still in, don't even get your hopes up. They're out. Um, I know a lot of people listening to this are not from America, though. So if your team is still in, ooh, girl, good fucking luck. It'd be so fun to win the World Cup and have a parade. And I feel like the whole country would just like celebrate together. That'd be so exciting. Cause usually in America, if a sports team win, it's only like one city that's, that's celebrating, but now it could be like the whole country. That'd just be so cool. So good luck to your teams if you're not from America, but people wanted to wear a armband. They wanted the soccer players to wear an armband during the games that has a heart with a pride flag in it and it would be called the one love armband to show solidarity to the community while they are playing in a country that declares that illegal i would have really loved that if everyone really did wear the armband i think that would have been so cool i think that would have been a really big statement to not only qatar but everywhere but they actually banned the players from wearing the One Love armband even after jerseys were printed with it on there and they were playing it in the matches leading up to the World Cup. They banned 
people from wearing the One Love armband. And you could actually get penalized if you decided to be bold and wear it. FIFA said that any player wearing the armbands would receive a yellow card, putting them in danger of being sent off or banned from a later game in the tournament. And clearly, you're not going to do that. If you are a player and there's money and the reward on the line, you're not going to be the one to risk it. And you're also just a soccer player who's looked forward to this your whole life. So that's not your prime goal. And I understand. Not only that, though, but one of the captains from the organization in Wales said that not only were they not allowed to wear the armband, but they said that their players were told to remove any rainbow-colored clothing patterns from their wardrobe before they go or any symbol of lgbtq rights isn't that so fucked up like uh that just makes me feel so sad that it's completely being suppressed and feeling like nothing is going to change and joshua cavallo agrees that he doesn't like this he feels like nothing will change and if you don't know joshua cavallo he is the only openly gay top flight male soccer player in the world right now who's on the level who's competing at the world cup and it's very brave of him to go to Qatar and play like what a legend what an icon you slay Josh um Australia was actually eliminated but good for him for actually going and playing I think that's so awesome but again he was not allowed to wear the armband thank god he was safe but Josh said that he felt very excluded because no one around him on his team who wanted to support him was allowed to He said, if I had been there and I had been a captain, yes, I would have worn the armband. He would have gotten the yellow card, but he said that he's not ashamed of who he is. And he said, and it's exactly the reason why I've come out to be the person who I am today. I expected my captain to wear it. He's since like forgiven him. Like he understands the situation that his whole team was in. It's not about that. But Josh just is very frustrated because he's put his whole career and his whole life on the line to do this. And that was the result. He was completely shut out. But I, w- I really want to commend him because he still made such a change by simply just existing and coming out. And I love that he was able to be himself like that. Think of all the people he inspired who are in the closet in so many countries and even in the sports world. He said, you can bring all the hate you want. As long as I'm saving lives, I will continue to do what I'm doing. And then one of the Stonewall directors in response to this whole thing said that it's quite scary for LGBTQ plus communities around the world to see our lives being so controversial. It's it's become this quite painful, drawn out debate that is questioning on the global scale the validity, the validity, sorry, of LGBTQ lives. I totally agree. It's, It's so exhausting just being a walking controversy, even in a city that's as liberal as Chicago. It just scares me. Hate crimes happen. People shouting the f-slur at you happens it's just so scary existing as a political statement and it's exhausting so i can only imagine how joshua feels even though his team lost he was at least voted as the gq sportsman of the year and he got to have a whole spread in gq and he looked amazing he's super cute you guys should go look him up he said he's pleasantly shocked and honored This world is changing, and if me winning this title gives any young kids out there the courage they need to be themselves, that's the biggest reward of all. So anyway, what can we learn from this? I think we can learn that being who you are is inspiring. I don't think there's anything more inspirational or an inspiring attribute about a human than being themselves. And that doesn't even have to relate to the gay conversation. If you are shamelessly a fan of, you know, this person or shamelessly like to dress a certain way 
shamelessly are a different sexuality or proud of your race or your culture or anything. I think shamelessly embracing everything about yourself is the coolest, most inspiring thing ever. And you can see how hard it is for a lot of people to be themselves. They go their whole lives into the grave, scared to live the life that they want to live. So if you come out in any way and express yourself as your true authentic being, you can be that pebble in the water that sets the sea in motion and leads to a lot of people being themselves. I know it's hard. I know it's scary, but in my life I found like there's nothing more like challenging to myself and that leads to the biggest reward than being more and more in myself like every day. So it's super rewarding. I know it's hard, but it's a great habit to just get into to every day, every month, every year, just become a little bit more yourself and learn who you are and then express that. I think it's super cool. So you should always be yourself always. See, I just had to take such a long break in between the last segment and this segment to emotionally break down and then freeze and dissociate because I'll be fine when I'm on here talking and then I'll hit pause and I will not be fine because the thoughts will come back and I just feel awful and it's so sad and I would appreciate if I could just be a robot for a second and not feel anything. I hate being a human. Speaking of robots, have you guys seen those AI paintings that everyone's putting of themselves on their Instagrams and all their social medias? It's basically an app that you have to pay real money for to get an AI to draw a photo of you or paint a photo of you. And yes, everyone looks good and it highlights their really good features and hides their less good features to make just like a hyper attractive version of themselves and they're cool they're fun content to post but i feel like remember when snapchat filters first came out in 2016 and there was a bunch of news outlets saying that snapchat filters are giving people body dysmorphia and they use them all the time so they start thinking that that's how they look and those snapchat filters will really airbrush you over and make you look like the most beady-eyed kylie jenner facial plastic surgery version of yourself and it's just not healthy and i kind of always realized that about snapchat filters so i never use them i just send my real ass face on snapchat if you can't handle seeing me with the front camera in the morning on snapchat you can't handle me with my ai painting but i just i just i haven't bought an ai painting of myself because i don't want one i don't want to see how i would look better you know it i think it pissed me off if i saw an ai version painting of myself because i'd be like damn that's how it could look, but I don't. So I, I don't want to live in that delusion of how I look. Like people post them and I'm like, that's like, we all know that's not how you look. So why are you posting them? I don't know. It makes me just feel like I want to appreciate my real beauty more. Anyway, I don't know why I'm going on like such a hate tangent about AI paintings. If you bought one, I'm sure... It was worth it and you look fabulous and 
it was fun and I'm not like shitting on you for it. I think my self-esteem just cannot do it right now. Anyway, let's talk about some freaks that are ruining celebrities' lives. Why do we have to live in a world where we have to trust the freaks around us? That's what I always say. Like, it sucks that we have to share our space with other people who are just dangerous, evil-ass people. And there's nothing that we can do about them. We just have to hope they don't put their freakness on us. And so does Lady Gaga. Because... I don't know if you guys remember, but last year, early last year in about February 2021, Lady Gaga's dog walker was walking two of her dogs, her French bulldogs, when five people in a van pulled up next to him, got out of the car. I forgot what her dog walker's name was. Wait, it was like, let me find this dog walker's name. His name is Ryan. Her dog walker name is Ryan. They got out of the car, pulled up to Ryan. Two of them took the dogs. One of them was choking him, like attacked him. The other was like beating him up, punching him. And then when they were about to leave, one of them shot him in the chest because they wanted to steal the dogs because the dogs were French bulldogs that this is like a real thing that happens. French bulldogs are very profitable to breed. So in LA, a lot of people's dogs, their French bulldogs have been getting stolen. So people can then take them to a breeder and make tens of thousands of dollars off of them. And they'll go as far to almost kill someone. Like shooting them in the chest, he he basically attempted murder on this man to just breed some dogs. It's so fucked up. But the... Oh, and Gaga was in a different country in Italy or something filming the Gucci movie. So she wasn't home. She was freaking out. She offered a $500,000 reward for her dogs to be returned. And a woman who was not named to keep herself safe found the dogs. <laughs> I don't know where she was searching, but she was like, I'm getting my bag today. And she found the dog. She got $500,000. The people who did it were caught. And the guy who shot the dog walker, the person who actually pulled the trigger, was sentenced to 21 years in jail. Can you believe that? I mean, he deserves it, but it's like you are going to steal someone's dog and just to make some money and then you're going to risk going to jail for 21 years. It's absolutely insane. He was charged for like attempted murder and uh, like, I don't, I don't know what else, something for stealing the dog. But the attempted murder is like really what got him that sentence. Uh, Ryan, her dog walker said to his face after he got sentenced, you shot me and left me to die, and both of our lives have changed forever. I, f- I forgive you for the shooting. I would have never been able to move on from this if I never said I forgive you. Um, I'm I'm thankful that the dogs were returned home to their mom. If they died, I wouldn't have been able to live with myself. Imagining just opening your dog walking app one day to, what's that app called where you can just go walk strangers' dogs? Imagine doing that job one day. <laughs> And then you just get pulled up on and shot and the dogs get stolen just because of the dog. Like they want the dog. So maybe if you ever get the opportunity to walk someone's French bulldog, don't. It is a trap. It is not going to end well. Those damn French bulldogs can just stay inside. Use a treadmill. Okay. So someone else who has a freak. Fit, fit, freak. Yalla, freak. Yalla, freak. Freak, freak. I can lick it. I can ride it. Kelly Clarkson also has a freak in her life. Can we talk about how Kelly Clarkson is like the hardest working woman in Hollywood too? I always think how she's so busy. She must be so tired. She does the voice or she did very recently. And then her 
talk show every single day and then she does music she tours like her holiday shit she goes on tour for her own albums like she's a mom she does these commercials when does she have time for all this kudos to kelly clarkson she doesn't need another stressor in her damn life she also sings really loud has anyone ever noticed that she sings so loud just the sheer volume of her anytime she does a duet with someone i'm like damn kelly let them in girl like it sucks that she kind of has to like quiet herself so the person next to her can sing but she has that ariana grande collab and the dolly but she just did a song with dolly parton on her talk show and it was a Dolly Parton song. It was nine to five. And I was like, girl, let Dolly get a word in. You couldn't even hear her. Kelly Clarkson is truly one of the best vocalists in the world, though. I love her so much. And I'm like, she's so loud and annoying. But I'm like, love her. Truly. She has a freak in her life who is showing up to her house. And she probably lives in like a gated community. Nice ass Beverly Hills. Double gates. Security guards. Someone breaks into her property trespasses walks up to her porch and leaves unwanted presents at her door he doesn't try to break into her house he just leaves her gifts with her name on them for kelly to find in the morning he's like basically the easter bunny he leaves her or santa he leaves her presents while she's sleeping including but not limited to wait i wrote this down i just it was like Oh my god, where is it? Fuck, hold on. Okay, okay, he leaves her cards that he has handwritten himself. I'm sure very heartfelt. I wonder if she reads them. And then plants. Maybe just to liven up her living room or something. Here's a plant, Kelly. And he leaves her jewelry. Good for her. I would not touch them. I wouldn't know what he put on them. Like, I'd just be so nervous to do anything with them. One of my biggest, like, irrational fears is a package bomb. I don't know why. I feel like I'm just going to get something shipped to me from Amazon or the government one day and I'm just gonna open it's gonna explode so I would never like open a gift from a stranger on my porch I would truly just never do that so I'm so scared for Kelly she was able to get a restraining order thank god because she was just worried that he would do something more insane or sinister if she did not respond to him or start like leaving him gifts back uh her security cameras got footage of him so she was able to then get the restraining order that way it will last for five years so thank god he's not gonna be left anymore random things it's so interesting because like i feel like some people like their stalkers will like break into their house and like talk to them face to face and like threaten to kill them like kendall jenner and she'll only get a restraining order for one year and then kelly gets a restraining order for five years against this guy the restraining order system just seems like fucked up i feel like if someone does anything even remotely weird like that they should be banned from being a hundred yards in your premises for all of life just what i think um kim kardashian also was granted a restraining order against a man who this is great who believes he can telepathically communicate with her she has a long list of people who have a restraining order he's probably number like 50 but this man was kind of insane he would post on social media about how he can speak to her telepathically just the two of them can do this and how they would like just speak and he'd be like oh just got off the telepathic phone with kim kardashian they were like just talking kim put in a statement for her restraining order and it said he presented a letter seeking to be my business partner i am informed that he stated he traveled to california for the purposes of meeting me i've never contacted him he expressed his frustration that i did not respond to him she went on to say that her private security has met with him and informed him that i have no desire to have any contact with him (laughs) i am informed that the man told my private security that he possesses a gun great 
notice how I stop laughing so fast. I am further informed that the man has made numerous posts referencing me on social media. In one of the posts, he claimed that I had been telepathically communicating with him. Oh my goodness. Like, what the fuck? First of all, Kim has a big enough stalker on social media, and that's Kanye West. She has enough to deal with. Like, is this person Kanye? Kim is probably one second away from filing for that restraining order from Kanye, and now she has to do it from this guy. She truly lives in his head rent-free, in the penthouse of this man's head, who thinks they're doing some telekinesis together or something. Um, His name is Andre, Kim said. She has never met him, and she's really scared that he will become violent after claiming he had a gun. Absolutely, Kim has been held at gunpoint before in a bathtub, got her ring stolen, millions of dollars stolen. I'd be literally terrified if I was her. And she has four kids living in her house with her, so... It must be so scary being him. I would have, I would need like 10 armed guards at my house at all times trying to protect me. Seriously. I would fear so much if I was her. And I think all the time, like I hope nothing bad happens to them because they're the world's biggest targets. Um, yeah, the man attempted to access her home multiple times, three times this August. And recently when she went to New York City, she was followed there by this man and he tried to literally break into her hotel room to then talk to her there. So thank God... She was granted a restraining order for five years and he is forbidden from contacting Kim and must remain at least 100 yards away from her at all times. I guess what we can learn from this is to just be so insanely hyper aware of your surrounding at all times. I think especially when it comes to like people that just seem acting strange, seem acting out of place. I saw a story online where one girl, it was a TikTok, she was talking about how she got a ring camera just because she was feeling unsafe. And with the Idaho murders and all these other crazy murders that's going on, like having a ring camera can really just save your life. So she was saying how she started checking her ring camera every night and someone would pull onto her driveway every single day between the hours of 2 and 4 a.m. And then she realized that this strange man who was coming to her house every day was like leaving up like something on her driveway every single day. And then she was so nervous. She was like trying to get to the bottom of it. Who was stalking her like this? And she later like realized that he was leaving her newspaper because he was the newspaper delivery person every single day but the point is is just when it comes to people and when it comes to your safety you just have to be so hyper aware because there's so many freaks in this world and it's nice to want to give other humans the benefit of the doubt but i never ever ever do with the idaho murders i think a ring camera could have literally saved those girls lives not saying they did anything wrong or anything but just having so many layers of defense against you can deter a lot of people so being preventative when it comes to scary people like letting them know i think a lot of people like to flex their their wealth and their these possessions that they have online but i think we should start flexing our protection online like yeah i have three armed guards i have a ring camera i have this security the security like we need to just state to people that try to fuck with me bitch and it might just deter them from even trying maybe tomorrow just put on your snapchat story like i love my ring i love my ring doorbell camera and like take a photo of it and put it on there or like i love my security cameras i love my really really loud alarm system that is loud as kelly clarkson all right well thank you guys for joining me on pop culture university tea today i hope you had a good time listening and getting the tea and getting some cute little life lessons i am like dying still 
And a part of me is like, I don't know if I should have made an episode today, but it definitely made me feel better than I was feeling before. Existing is just like kind of hard right now. But I mean, if this is your first time listening to this podcast, I'm not normally like this. Like I'm, I'm normally in a good mood and I will be again soon, but I'm not going to lie and be like, I feel the best when I just do not. Um, I don't want to like emotionally dump and I want to thank you guys like for being my friends, like being here for me, but like my body just feels this weird, like emotional, like cold feeling that like I've never felt like I'm just like frozen in like how I'm feeling and it just feels very like confusing and I don't know like what to do with myself. And I, I've noticed I had a hard time concentrating on this episode and was having to take breaks in between and this definitely took me like longer than usual. So I'm sorry if I was all over the place or not making sense or jumbly seeming aloof during I don't mean to. I will definitely be back and sharp and giving the best tea very soon. Um, yeah, but I just wanted to be real with y'all. I hope you guys are having a good week. I hope you're getting after it, being the boss bitches that I know you are. I hope you guys are feeling good and not going through a heartbreak like I am. If you are, girl, I'm here for you. If you're not, then good for you. Um, we love that for you. And I love all you guys no matter what. And yeah, I guess I'll leave it at there. But I'm excited to... Um, hang on friday feel free to dm me anything class students you know i will hit y'all up sorry if i've been taking a long time there's definitely been an influx in the number of people i dm and this week has been really really hard but i will get to all my dms very 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 soon i promise and yeah hope you have an amazing week and i'll see y'all friday okay bye thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.